Good morning to everyone. Happy Tuesday uh, to you. I wonder how your feast day yesterday was, how it went. For sure, we praise God and thank God for his mother and for this mystery of the rosary, which is the assumption of Our Lady. Well, I kept in mind that it was a woman who was brought to heaven and that her body is holy, fitting, fit to go to heaven, to be brought to heaven. It's not bad. It is, uh, in fact, beautiful because our Lord did not disdain the body of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Today, we read from St. Matthew again, chapter 19. Another lesson so essential and critical for us as Christians in today's world, and for that matter, at any time of history. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you solemnly, it will be hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, that's, that could be a shocker for you who may be rich, who may be wealthy. But the Lord here uses rich men to describe those who are unable to detach themselves from the things of this world. We have to use certain things in this world because without them, we would not be able to honor God, for example. We will not be able to do our duties properly. Private property is certainly a true right. The right to private property. But the private property is not an absolute right. It is conditioned by the common good, by the universal destination of all goods in the world. God made the world for man. So everything in this world is for all human beings, in so far as they're human. So we, we have to be ready to be able to leave behind something or to part with certain things as a sacrifice. We, have, we will not get anything in return, in quotation marks, because as we will read in this gospel, God has a surprise for them. But it will be hard for such a man who is attached to the goods of this world, for the man who is rich with the things of this world, but poor in the things of God. It will be hard for such a man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yes, the Lord continues. I tell you again, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. What an analogy our Lord uses, right? A, a camel is huge. Well, and the eye of a needle, if you're talking about normal needles, they're very tiny. So it would be impossible because such a person has practically another God. Although he may not say so that this material thing or earthly creature 
is his God, he still believes in the one God, the supreme being, our Father in heaven. But in practice, in practice, that's where the problems begin. When the disciples heard this, they were astonished. Who can be saved then? They acknowledged that this is a real problem. Attachment to, to one's loves, attachment to one's home, that, you, that such a person finds it difficult to leave and to go where the Lord bids him to go. Who can be saved then? They said, and Jesus gazed at them. For men, he told them, this is impossible. For God, everything is possible. And this is a uh, like a refrain that we should repeat to ourselves. We should pray about many times. With God, there is nothing impossible. Everything is possible. If we rely on ourselves, there will be things that are impossible to us, but made possible because we would count on God. Do we count on God? Or do we, do we make God <laughs> an accomplice to our plans? We use God, in other words, <laughs> for God to supply us whatever we need in order to accomplish our plans, not God's plan. We're just using Him. And we disguise this as prayer. Yeah, we can pray to God, right? Yeah, it's... Uh, Get me this and get me that because I wanted to get this and get that. Right, okay. If it's uh, in accordance with the will of God, it, it will be so. But the more important thing is to be like the Virgin Mary yesterday, right? She trusted in God. She let the plan of God play out in her life. And that's why she was great. Shouldn't we be like her? It would be very difficult. Yeah? Nobody says it's going to be easy. But with God, everything is possible. So Peter spoke. What about us? He said. We have left everything and followed you. What are we to have then? And Jesus said to him, I tell you solemnly. When all is made new and the Son of Man sits on his throne of glory, you will yourselves sit on twelve thrones to judge the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses, brothers, sisters, father, mother, children, or land for the sake of my name will be repaid a hundred times over and also inherit eternal life. What a beautiful thing to meditate on very often. Right? You would agree with me because we forget this a lot. We focus on what we lose when God asks us to leave our homes. I mean, I remember very well when I realized that God had this plan for me. I could not deny it. That God was asking me not to get married anymore. I was just 16. And there were so many beautiful girls around. 
you know, to, to burn your bridges or to burn your your ships. No more, no more of this. Well, that was a, like a Mount Everest for me to climb. <laughs> and I don't think I will even make it one eighth of the way to scale that mountain. Hmm? Leave your houses, leave to leave my brothers, my sisters, my father, my mother. When God called my mother to, to his presence, I had to give her up, you know, and, and, and not blame God for having stolen her. How could he steal her? She was her, she was his in the first place, not mine. So I had to give up and and, and trust in God, right? Leave your children, leave your land. For the sake of my name, how many people have done this? You, we can remember those Spaniards who came over here to bring Christianity to these islands. They left Spain, maybe in a spirit of adventure. So more than think about what they would, what they left behind, they thought about the beauty of the adventure, the beauty of doing of spreading that fire we talked about the other day that Jesus wanted to spread in this earth. <laughs> and our Lord assures us, we will be repaid a hundred times over. And I cannot but acknowledge this. This is absolutely, and even more than absolutely, done. Many good things that God gives in exchange. And if I did not, you know, follow what God wanted me to do, maybe I'll have my, I don't know, a nice car, a nice house, nice wife. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. But I have much more than that. I have so many houses around the world because I'm considered family for all these centers of Opus Dei. A hundred times over rewarded and also inherit eternal life. The, 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 you can't find anything better than this. It's a bargain. I invite you to heed the call of God. To leave in order to follow what his to follow his will, you would have to leave something, right? It could be it could be painful, but it's worth it. As the founder of Opus Dei used to say, Vale la pena. It is worthwhile. Thank you for listening, and by the intercession of Most Blessed Virgin Mary, may we all have a wonderful day, the 16th of August. And may God be with us and his holy angels accompany us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ciao!